Hello, Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell listeners. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, said she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. Their food! What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true even for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. This worked amazingly for our dogs Shazam, Astro, and Brandy. We are noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat, just looking and acting younger. They love it. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to BadlandsFood.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. What's up? What's up? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. And we're going to have a fun show for you guys today. Before we get started, let's say hi to everybody in the chat room, starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. And what shall I say? Say hi. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Like every week, I don't say hi. Um, Hi. And we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hello, baby. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Then we've got the chat room full of people. What's up, chat room? We want to say hi to Eileen Shapiro back from her trip from Ireland. Hello. Right. We have. Wait, uh, I got to tell you what happened to Eileen Shapiro. She was stopped at the customs office. They thought she was carrying food, clothing, and guns in her bra. Well, they asked her to take her bra off, and they saw that there was nothing there but Eileen. So? So? She got off. There you go. <laughs> we also want to say hi to Patrick Talbert, who's ghostly beard. He's in Canada. Illy Roos from Estonia. Uh, Pat Grant, Patricia Grant, Cody Fans UK, I think. Or Cody Fans, one of the two. I swear I always get it mixed up. I'm not sure that the thing's going too fast, but what's up, everybody? And yeah, I- anyway, you know, everybody looking out there, we had to move the camera a couple of times because the under-construction before <laughs> red, under-cunt, and then you couldn't see the structure. So we had to move it so that you could see it's under-construction, not nice. under-cunt. Mm. There you go. 
But that was not meant to be vulgar, by the way. It was simply a fact of life. Yeah. I think Goddess might be in the chat room, too. I'm Goddess, not- my darling, what do you mean today you feel lazy and tired and you're not up there? What's happening, honey? You need a man. Oh, I got a thing in my face. Another fly got in there. Oh, mosquitoes. No. no, we don't have mosquitoes in Palm Springs. Yeah, we don't have any mosquitoes, but so the it has flies to be are a unbelievable. Ba- a baby fly. Oh. We don't really like flies. <laughs> I hope heaven, when you die, has nothing in it but wonderful stuff. It doesn't have mosquitoes, flies, ticks, Nats, crabs, bed bugs, bed bugs <laughs> ugh, all those hideous things that we have on planet Earth. You know, my planet, where we came from, we didn't have any of those things. You gotta like love it. What do you get? Love what, baby? So you guys, we got a great show today. We have Schubert Ola, who's also known as Olga Perry from the Awesome Band Revolution that we all love, and Kaylee Kraus, who just goes by Kaylee, is coming on. We got a bunch of new music. We're gonna have the world premiere for Ghostly Beard's new music video going away, and we got a new video by the FMs, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. And and we're gonna have the world premiere of Weird Little Mind by Revolution. And I have to tell you a little tale. You know, I've always a tale to tell you. Uh, my thing in life right now is fighting ageism, as you know, and uh, fighting to have more gay television, like Stan Zimmerman is doing with uh, Silver Foxes. Well, I'm wearing my Golden Girls shirt because in support of Stan Zimmerman, because he wrote for the Golden Girls. And he's a wonderful writer, and he's a trooper, and he's my hero because he's doing two things for me that I want done, which is ageism, and he's doing that with silver foxes, showing old gay men, which we are invisible to the world. And also, uh, uh, his play, he's got a wonderful play that Jimmy and I are going to opening night. And I wish everybody would, would come, or you can't come, opening night sold out, sorry folks. Knife to the heart, it's got to be hysterical because Stan Zimmerman only writes funny stuff. He's a funny guy. I cannot wait to go and see this play, and I know when I critique it and write about it and talk about it, it'll be a hit, because it has to be a hit. It's like, as I wrote before, Alfred Hitchcock. I went to see his movies based on his name, Alfred Hitchcock. I knew when I went to see an Alfred Hitchcock film, it would be great, and it was. And I know that if you go to see Stan Zimmerman's work, it's great, and it is. So cut the crap, folks. Did you read the fine print? What's the fine print? Okay, you guys, check this out. It's called Knife to the Heart. Yeah. It's May 4th to the 20th. Yeah. And in the little teeny lines underneath it where they have the knife going through the bagel, it says the circumcision comedy. <laughs> so there you go, folks. So everybody that's into penis humor... <laughs> Let's go see it. I cannot wait to see it. Now, I asked Stan in a private message to give me a synopsis of the play. Obviously, he's very busy and he couldn't get back to me. Or, I'm stupid. Oh, here, wait a minute. He did. He got back to me. Oh, there's the synopsis. You know, Stan, forgive me. When you get to be my age, baby... You're lucky. You know, you, you, you can speak. Here we go. I have to hold it closer. <laughs> Knife to the Heart is a new comedy play that takes place in suburban Dallas apartment of Marshall and Julie and Katz. Uh, that's Josh Zuckerman playing him and Andrea Bowen playing the, the girl. A young uh, interfaith couple, when they discover they have twin boys on the way, no one is quelling more than quelling means like excited fainting, you know, coming 
for those of you who don't understand Jewish, uh, Kvelling, more than Marshall's mother. Uh, Rhonda, I love her, Rhonda. Rhonda, darling, I couldn't be more Jewish than that. Anna DiSalvo, oh, Rhonda's played by an Italian, that's interesting. Queen of Texas organic food, in the 21st century Jewish mother we've been waiting for. But suddenly the whole family is pulled into a tug of war with a little help from YouTube. A meddling gay school teacher, Todd Sherry, played by Todd Sherry. And more than a few centuries of tradition. By the time it's over, there's no telling who or what will be left intact. The show is being produced by Steve Abrams, Tony D'Angelo, Stefan Nicole von Huben, and Pop-Up Playhouse. This is a tryout run before a Chicago Spring 2019 production. And I'm sure it's going to go to Broadway in New York City. And I'm sure it'll be coming coming to Palm Springs one day after it has a 25, 30 year run. It's really cool, you guys. Josh Zuckerman was in Sex Drive. Believe it or not, back in the day, I was an extra in that film. And uh, Andrea Bowen, you guys know her from Desperate Housewives. Right. And we're going to hope to have these people on the show. Now, Stan Zimmerman, I've asked you, baby, to ask them to come on the show. This way, we can all talk about the show. We could talk about silver foxes and ageism and why gay people are not visible on television as gay people or gay actors i think it's horrible when straight men try to act gay of course they all come off like like silly fairy you know little baguettes little silly fairies we're not all silly little fairies you know some of us are like real tough butch guys but anyway go see like ron you should see ron you guys he's like super butch well, I swing a hammer, baby, better than anybody. I could b- bang a spike nail into a wall on three hits. Don't forget, I'm an Italian from Brooklyn. But anyway, with a terrific Brooklyn accent, and my accent is real. It's not like those horrible people that try to do Brooklyn accents, and they sound like morons. You know, there are Dems, D's, and Do's, and Turdy Turd, and Turd Street, but we don't speak that way. That's how they make fun of us that way. That's anyway. Opening night sold out. Too bad. You should have got your tickets. Frig you. But anyway, Knife to the Heart by Stan Zimmerman. Going to be a smash hit play. Go see it. Go see it. It's at the Dory Theater at the Complex. And you can go to brownpapertickets.com to get tickets for the other show, the other eight shows. And the tickets like are not like on Broadway in New York, you know, $350 for like up in uh, the bleaches. This show is, I think, 35 bucks for a seat, and all seats are fabulous. So I'm, I'm sure, is it $35 a seat? I don't know, it doesn't say. Stan, you didn't write me the prices. But anyway, <laughs> go on ticket, whatever the hell it is. Brownpapertickets.com, you guys. And get your tickets. And go. And then when you're there, say hi to... Oh, you can't say hi to us. We're opening night, darlings. Sorry. But you can also uh, follow Stan Zimmerman at Zimmerman Stan on Twitter, and that way you'll know everything that's going on. And also support him with Silver Foxes. He wrote for Golden Girls, so I think there's going to be a little bit of Golden Girls in Silver Foxes. That's why I'm wearing my Golden Girls shirt. You know, years ago in Florida, the guy, gay guys were in theater, they were going to put a production up of Golden Girls and with drag queens, and they contacted me, and they wanted me to play, um, what's her name, Dorothy. 
And I thought, yeah, I could play Dorothy. I, you know, I look a little bit like I have her accent. I'm a New Yorker. I have her sar sarcastic. Sarcastic. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of like, yeah, Dorothy would be the best. But um, some very evil queen had a nervous breakdown and said, oh, no, no. I'm going to do that part. Otherwise, nobody plays it. <laughs> so I never got to play it. But anyway. Eileen says she loves Stan, too. She interviewed him for the Huffington Post. Isn't Stan an angel, Eileen? I mean, he's so talented. God, he's going to be the next, I mean, I can't even think of his name. The guy that did all the wonderful Broadway comedies, Third Avenue, and all the other ones. What was his name? He just died recently. Marsha Mason's ex-husband. Do you think I can remember his name? <laughs> but anyway, the fabulous Broadway comic writer. He writ wrote everything. So go see Knife to the Heart. All about a penis being uh cut off. You gotta <laughs> love it. So Chad, what's the weather like in Florida? Wait, wait, quick Oops. joke, quick joke. What's the difference between an Italian and a Jew? One inch of skin. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> no, well, that's what a circumcision is, one inch of skin. And that's the only difference. So go see Knife to the Heart by Stan Zimmerman. There you go. You gotta love it. All right, Chad, what's the weather like in Florida? Uh, let's see. Take a peek out the window. It looks partly cloudy. Uh, coming in here, I don't know, it's high 70s, probably low 80s. The humidity's starting to creep back into Florida. Ha, 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 ha. We were 100 ha, yesterday, ha, but it wasn't ha, even ha. hot because we didn't have any humidity. But I Jimmy was in the pool. Oh. It was 100 degrees. Jimmy came out and he said, oh, my God, it's chilly. Huh? I said, I told you so. You didn't believe me when I told you. I lived in Palm Springs for eight years, and I froze getting out of the pool in 100 degrees of weather. Why? Weird. I don't know. I know. I'll tell you why. Humidity holds heat. Dryness does not. So when you come out of the pool, there isn't one drop of humidity, and the breeze coming off the mountains freezes your collions off. Okay? Yes, That's yes, how yes. it happens. Mm -hmm. It's funny because, like, my feet were burning because the concrete was hot, right. but my body was cold. Right. <laughs> That's the beauty of Palm Springs. No humidity, no mosquitoes, no bugs except those rotten flies. But flies, you know, you have to live with. Yeah, we don't like them, though. No, I don't like them. We have those pots you put around the garden, and we have one pot. If it, for those of you that are watching us on TV, it's this high with dead uh, flies. It's disgusting. You've got to see just a mountain of dead flies in those. Something like I've never seen in my yeah, it's, life. It's a plastic pot. You hang them, and it's got some kind of disgusting, vulgar smell in it. And the flies adore it. They must think it's like, oh, my God, caviar. And they fly into this plastic hole, and they never get out. Hmm. I'll take a picture of it and put it on Facebook. Everybody will go, oh, <clears throat> good. It was really bad. It's really bad. But you should see it. Literally, there's probably, I don't know, 1,500 flies in it. I'd say more than that. <laughs> I mean, it's like a fly orgy. It's just tons of flies. you got to like love it. So, Chad, is our first guest on the line? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Before we get to our first guest, we got to say to Eileen, Eileen, how was your trip to Ireland? And did Sam hit it off with uh, records, you know, his new song, which is really great. Uh, what, is he like, is he playing it there? Is he selling it? What's going on with Stan? Sam. <laughs> Stan, <laughs> Stan is the other guy. What's going on with Sam? I mean, you got to get out of bed with him so he could go to work, Eileen. I mean, just, you know, 24 hours in bed is exhausting, darling. Let him get out there and make money and sing his song. Jimmy, what's the name of his song? I was going to say, okay, he's got Don't Cry, which is out right now. I like that song a lot, 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 lot. And on April 20th, 
Yes. He, he has a brand new song brand coming new out. Brand new song. And it's called, I think it's called My Kind of Crazy. I'm not positive now. I'm oh, I thought it was retarded. I'm Coming Too Fast. No. No, it's... <laughs> oh, that was Eileen's song. No, that was Sam's no, song. Her, no, it was Come On Eileen. <laughs> what was it, Come On Eileen? That's an actual real song by a fucking punk band. Come On Eileen. That's the name of the song. Chad, do you remember that song, Come On Eileen? You betcha. Oh, you Sam, you have it. to record that. Do the cover uh, of Come On what a, Eileen. That's what he should do a cover of, Eileen, for you. Come On Come Eileen. On Eileen. It, that would be hilarious. Dexy yes. Midnight Runners, something like that. Yeah, Mexi's, oh, Dexy's I, Eileen, Midnight Runners. Eileen, Eileen, get that song and send it Wait, to Chad, Sam. Wait, Chad, can you find that song real quick? Yeah, sure. let's hear Come On Eileen. See I if you can it. find like a second of it and we can play I know a lot of, of guys that would love oh. to Come On Eileen. Yeah, right. And I'm trying to find the name of Sam's new song. Yes, My Kind of Crazy, she told me. Uh, so he's got a song coming out April 20th called My Kind of Crazy. We'll probably be playing it next week on the show so everybody can hear it. And for those of you that didn't get it, Eileen is having an elusive affair with Sam. Oh, wow. I don't know if you guys affair. can hear this, but uh, here you go. Come on, Eileen. Oh, I knew they would. Eileen, we got to totally get that I one knew done. they would write a song about that. Oh, yeah. That was good. I really like that. Oh, come on, Eileen. That can't be possible. Eileen, get that song. Send it to Sam. He'll go hysterical. Oh, you're going to see him in London next week. Sing it to no, him. No, not next week. When is she going to When are you going sure. to London, babe? Sometime soon. Okay. Anyway, and remember, tell them that your bra is not padded with drugs. Okay, it's all you. So, Chad... That's me. Let's play the FM's Eyes Are Suffering, everybody. This is the FM's brand new single, Eyes Are Suffering, and their lyric video. And while we're playing the song, let's get uh, our first guest on the line. Sounds good. All right, everybody, check it out. The FM's Eyes Are Suffering. Woo! Hopefully.
right, Jimbo, there you go. Okay. All right, everybody, so that was the FMs. The name of the song is Eyes Are Suffering, available on all the digital download sites. Now you can get it. And uh, before we introduce our guests, I just want you guys, both of you guys, say hello or something so we can make sure everybody can hear you. Hello. <laughs> say hello. Hello. Earth calling. Hello. <laughs> say hello. No, say hello so we can make sure we can hear you guys. Hello. Yes, hello. Hello. All right, all right, now we're ready to rock and roll. All right, everybody, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, two members of the incredibly talented, awesome rock psych band, psych rock band, Revolution. Hello to No and Eileen Schubert. Hello and welcome to the show. Yay. Uh, and welcome back, I should say. Welcome back to the show. Yes. Um, so you already know us, but we got to do introductions for the people who are listening and uh, who have never seen you before. So let me introduce you to all of us, starting with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Welcome back, guys. I love your eyeglasses. Big like that. Years ago, I used to have big frames and I loved them. Where'd you get your eyeglasses? <laughs> Those? Both yeah. of you. Oh, no, yours. Yours, the red one. In Los Angeles. I mean, like where? What store? And Melrose. Hello. Melrose. Oh, Melrose. That's why. They're, they're probably retro. They're cool. Yeah. I like them a lot. I like them a lot. Yeah. You, you, I love it. Then we've got um, the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to the show. Good to have you guys. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. And then we have, a, we have a chat room full of people. So every country on the planet is represented. Say hi to everybody in the <laughs> chat room. You do. You have to say hi. Yeah, you guys say hi to everybody in the oh, chat room. Oh, this is going to be some show. I could tell. I put my hand up. Get the cue cards out. out. I mean, it's like a puppet say, show. Say hi to everybody in the <laughs> chat room, on. and then we got to make sure you say hi to Eileen Shapiro because she's Get in the chat it. room and she says you guys look great. Get with it. Where is she? Where is she? She's Where's in the she? chat room. She's no. in the chat room. Oh, she's in, she's back. She's back from Ireland and now she's in New York. Oh, oh good. Welcome she, home, Eileen. She's being fitted for a few bras right now. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They got some old parachutes, and they're making them into two two parachutes Run. into the cups. She says, though, that you guys look great, and I love the hat. So, so everybody, first of all, you can follow Revolution on uh, Twitter. It's at Revolution Band. In a little while, after we talk with them, so we're going to play their brand-new music video um, called Weird Little Mind, and it's a very weird, awesome video. I, like, love it. I think the world is going to, like, love it. So, and, and you actually put that together, right, Eileen? Yes, I did. I think you're going to freaking like love it. It's a fabulous video. The world's going to love it. And, and there's a little teeny no running around in it with a pig nose. And I love it. Which I don't know if he wanted people to know that that's supposed to be him. <laughs> and for those of you who don't get it, his name is no. Yes, his name is no. <laughs> so if you hear us say no, no, it's not that we're negative. It's just that we're addressing no. We're addressing no. So where, are you, where do you guys actually live now that we're in California? Where do you guys live in California? We in live a swamp. In a swamp. We live on the island. Island in the Delta area, and uh, we live on a private island. Doesn't belong to us, but we're renting small farm. We have a river on the backyard and field of alfalfa in the front. No people, just animals. Just animals. Where the hell is this? Where is it though? What like part of California? Sixty miles east of San Francisco. There you go. Okay. East, sixty miles yeah. east. Like That's right down the eighty. Cool. That's, like, that's the boondocks. That's like really out in Nowhereville. 
San Fran, that's real. It's cold. Too. We haven't been to San Francisco yet. We went to L.A. for the first time since we've lived here this past weekend. I used to go to San Francisco all the time, and I think I know where you are. It's lumber country, right? You know, oh, you know where they had Altima, where the Rolling Stones had that concert in '69. Uh, what was Altamont? Oh yeah, I, I wasn't born yet. <laughs> oh, <please>. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's the town where we live, I, right? I, as I, you, I know where you are. I, I'm telling you, it's lumber country. They cut the big trees down up there, and it's all woodsy and snow and beautiful. Do you get snow? It's asparagus. No, yeah. no. We have 120 degrees in the summertime. 120 We're degrees down deep in the swamp. We're in a swamp. I, I, then I don't know where you are. What oh, I'm well. thinking is probably further north. That doesn't matter. At least you're in California and we're in California. Yay! Yes, we'll come and visit you soon. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you guys, we saw Ron and I, along with Eileen and a bunch of other people, we went to Revolution. They had a bunch of shows in New York. I guess that was in November, right? Last year? Yeah. yeah. In November of last year, we had a really good time and... Um, and I didn't know the the song that you guys that were putting out uh, that you're putting out right now, Weird Little Mind. Like, uh, like I didn't know what song it was because I don't remember titles of songs. But I, as soon as I heard it, I remembered when you guys played it on stage. And, oh yeah! Uh, I thought, oh my God, this is going to be so much fun. Uh, so I think people are going to like like it. And tell everybody a little bit about your background. I mean, your actual physical background, like of all the art, because we're going to talk about a little bit of of her art today too. Look, from here it looks fabulous. Yes. Um, my physical background, I was born uh, in Russia, um, right after um, Stalin died. And uh, I lived uh, during communist time, just a real communist time. I got a good education because I'm smart. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a chemical engineer and I'm a doctor. I'm a pediatrician, OBGYN. I have PhD in... And then I got all my education. I moved to the States. Wow. And then you became an artist artist because all those are your paintings behind you, right? You painted all of those. Yeah. Um, I moved to uh, the States in 95 and I started living my life the same as I lived in Russia. Oriented, big money, blah, blah, blah. But then I met um, him. <laughs> no. 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 That's what she said. <laughs> No, <laughs> I'm not that kind of girl. No. Yeah, um, but uh, I married him because he was completely opposite to me. Because he oh, was so a he's stupid and crazy oh. and not talented. <laughs> I thought he's like a kind of schizophrenic because. <laughs> Look, the way I used to live, I work hard, I get my money, and when I, I was a prolific consumer, buying stuff to try and make myself happy. Mm -hmm. And the guy was so free, he was uh, not running after career, big money, he was just happy. Initially happy. And happy. happy is good. And, and when I lived with him about three, four years, I started understanding the way he lives because he was a artist with a big A. Yes. And and he told me I was already <laughs> big ass. <laughs> big ass. Big ass. Yeah. But so hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, so you guys are like married and you're in a band and he was different than you. Um, no. but how 
he, he was not, no, it was not like that. I was a corporate bitch. And he was just uh, he was a he was just a nice musician smoking pot all day, extremely kind, extremely happy, and I was like, what the fuck? Extremely loaded. <laughs> what am I missing? I'll drink to that. <laughs> yes. And uh, we lived two two years two years two years together. Uh, and he told me once he saw me drawing just in a napkin in a restaurant. He said, you have to go in Leonard. I'm like, yeah, I'm like close to 50. I have my career. I have money. I have everything. Why in the hell I going to go study art when I'm like almost 50? But he dragged me on the leash. <laughs> so, so you Ron like takes that. me on the leash everywhere too, but I like it. Yeah, he put like something in my mouth, dragged me to the uh, art school. And he paid for me because I was refusing to pay. It was like $1,000 for one three months class just because I already educated her PhD. I said, no. So since the chat room is saying it's a big love story. It's a big love story. Yeah, yeah. he took me twice. He dropped yeah, me on the, the first list time twice. she walked out screaming, that's too fucking much money. <laughs> and then the next day I talked to her. He would have done that too. <laughs> no, I just never would have gone. <laughs> <laughs> and took her to the thing and said, you just wait here. And I signed her up. And there you, you know, I, I paint and, and sculpt also. And I'm quite good. My father was a painter because he was a set painter for the theater in New York City. So I guess I inherited his painting talent. And my father told me one thing. He said, either you are an artist or you are not. Or you are the bullshit people today that throw paint on a canvas and call it art. And nobody can really be taught. Taught taught the word is art you have to have it in you so i'm sure that you were born with the talent and you've always been an artist uh, and you can't perfect it by going to class they'll just ruin you you know keep your beautiful juices that are god-given and paint them hang on you guys too i should tell everybody because if you go to um what now we're not we're going to a different name everybody but if you go to studioolga.com s-t-u-d-i-o-o-l-g-a.com you can go she's got sculptures and she's got paintings and she's got this cool thing with this stuffed rat uh with like this crown or something i forgot what it has but whatever it was it was so cool i was like oh my gosh i would totally like love that but she's a got, stuffed rat it's like she but it's like an art send that thing <laughs> like a rodent doll yeah yeah like a, but it's like a real rat Oh. They found a rat, her and her art friend, and they they stuffed it. My chickens killed uh, the rat. She was stealing eggs, uh, and my chickens <laughs> killed it. So I, uh, I had a great artist, my teacher. I called him, and I said, do you have a scalpel and chloroform? <laughs> he said, yes. I said, come over quick. He said, are we going to kill somebody? I said, just come. <laughs> Stuffed rat. No, wait, so wait, you guys have to go wait, look wait, wait, at quiet, it, Jimmy. I'm vomiting. It's a real rat that you stuffed. Right. You taxidermied a rat. The doctor. Yeah. So you know how to do that. I think that's I'm disgusting. a doctor, and uh, I... no, it's not. It's very funny. Ugh. We found a class on step by step how to stuff a rat. So my teacher, my teacher was reading it. Wait a minute. Just... You went... You went to a class, how to stuff a rat. Wait, wait, I'm going to find it. I'm on her website. Why? I will tell you why we did it. I will tell you why. Uh, my, there it is right there. It's called Dude. It's not for sale. And it's a rat holding like a metal thing with a, a metal hat. 
Oh. <laughs> I like it. I think it's cunt. But look though, look she's look at all her like sculptures and stuff. I mean, she's like got they're not. Stuff. They're beautiful, but the rap I could live without. <laughs> But you guys, you got to check it out. You go to studioolga.com. She's got sculptures. She's got paintings. You can see the rat. Um, like, look at the bust. Beautiful work. Beautiful work. Now, listen, Olga, I told you the last time you were on the show that you should do stand-up comedy. I did. Doing I, did. It. I did. I did. You did. I did. And how'd you do? After you told me, uh, I did it in two weeks. I wrote my uh, speech. We went to San Francisco. Where was it? Milk Bar? Yeah. Milk Bar. And we had open mic for uh, stand-up comedians. I did my act. People laughed and everything. Everything was great. But you know what? I had this desire for many years. But one time I did it and I realized it's not what I'm after. I don't need a crowd. Yeah, but you're so funny. You're really funny. You should really... I already have my stand-up act because I have a channel in Russia Federation. Yeah, right. I'm showing everybody the rat because they're in the chat room. They want to see what the rat looks like. (laughs) Well, if you've ever seen a rat, it's a rat. Rats are not pretty. They don't make fur coats out of rats, by the way. Hold on, wait, wait. Let's go. Let's go back. Okay, so every, one more thing, everybody. You can see all the great paintings in the background, and she painted them. Check out studioolga.com. She's got a lot of great work because in the chat room they're also talking about, which I guess they know. But you had a podcast or a radio show or something in Russia, and you got banned recently. Yeah, uh, I Who got. Who's mad at her? Yeah. <laughs> say that again. No. Wait, wait, wait. I want to hear what she has to say. Okay. I'll Why you. did they ban you? Because <laughs> Putin's an asshole. Because Putin's an Shut asshole. <laughs> and if he's listening right now, <laughs> uh, you saw my video, the last video, right? We saw with all this little mite protesting yeah. and blah blah blah. I'm like this in my life, in my private life. I'm. It's who I am. I was 19 years old, uh, studying chemistry in Moscow, and they kicked me out of communists. Yeah, they, she got kicked out of the communist I, I party. I got kicked out of communist, and I was like just a regular girl with pink glasses. You know who I blame for that? Who's this guy uh, I shot with Shady? Oh, um, uh, um, Bob Marley. No. Yeah, Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton is uh, made me victim of communism because <laughs> I lived in a dorm. I lived in the dorm and I had this uh, tape recorder like this, you know, the old style. I shot the sheriff. I even didn't speak English. I even didn't know what it means. I shot the sheriff. And plus I had some illegal Russian um, books which were typed illegally underground. They kicked me out of Communist Party. They kicked me out of school. They put like a stamp on my fucking forehead. And they You're said, like the Scarlet Letter. <laughs> Well, I would be happy Martin. not to be in the Communist Party, I would think. Yeah, they said, uh, go. I would have said, the good. They said, go, go what? To, they said, go to the factory and start drinking alcohol. <laughs> vodka. Drink your vodka. Now, do you think that Russia had anything to do with Donald Trump? Of course. I don't think so. Oh, of course they did. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh-oh, you I started mean, a family war. <laughs> no, no, I want to know because she's no, Russian and she has really brains. Matter. 
It really does matter. The reason uh, Russian government shut me down, look, they shut me down 40 years ago. Now I'm like over 60 and they shut me down again. I had a million views, only 10,000 subscribers. And it took me two years to <clears throat> melt the ice because Russian people, they thought like I'm CIA agent. They thought I'm a <laughs> They thought like I'm an alien from serious planet. Well, if they see your music videos, though, they might think you're an alien from a... They think, Jim, the funny part is I'm incognito. I changed my voice. They never saw my face. <laughs> no, I am. And they fucking, <laughs> they fucking send me the letter. And... No, listen. They told me... <laughs> Listen, they told me I'm enemy of a state. Some old babushka sitting on the island smoking pot all day. I'm the enemy of a state. That's the enemy of the state. So you guys, at least you're, it's good thing you were minute, here. Wait a minute. It's when fine. you did your podcast, did you talk politics? Did you insult Russia? No. So it was no. just like, it was just comedy no. about yourself. Mm -hmm. So what was so objectionable about you that they banned you? The objection was... Uh, just uh, general things about happiness, about mass conditioning. Let's say uh, when I was born, right? When I was born, and I had very good parents, very good parents. And my parents told me, you're a girl, you have to go to school, you have to um, go to work, get married, get children, get grandchildren, and then fucking die. <laughs> Sums it up. I mean, when we born, that's, not, that's what my movie about. When we are like in a mother belly, we were not born yet, but society has a fucking plan for us what to do. And we accidentally got born in this time, and we already said, ah, 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 ah. And laws changing every 50, 60, 100 years, right? <laughs> and then you have to become who they said, but they don't tell us about our universe as it is. They only tell us what they want to. Okay, now, can you go back to Russia or they arrest you? No, I escaped. Before they put me in an house, they don't I mean, now, now. Could you, now, though, could you, what if could you, you wanted go to go back, now? Wait, wait, could you go to Russia now? Nope. They would arrest you. It's, uh, you know, because I'm a doctor, I start promoting <clears throat> marijuana is a very, really good drug. Because I, I will tell you guys, marijuana is a neuroprotective, neuroprotective chemical. It protects you from Alzheimer's, from uh, Parkinson's diseases, from diabetes, from arthritis. I'll tell you the statistics. Um, if you listen to uh, the scientists, let's say on even on YouTube, on a long Let's say Alzheimer's disease, because uh, the numbers of Alzheimer's disease, it's a um, dementia. It goes up, up, up every year, and when doctors start expecting the baby boomers going to come with Alzheimer, you know what they found? There is no Alzheimer in a hippies group. Yeah. Not can you, can, <clears throat> what about if you take pot that doesn't have the ingredient that makes you high? Does that work just as well? Yeah, it Almost does. Almost as good. It does. Almost as good. Yeah, yeah, you have to take a couple drops under your tongue, under your tongue medical right. marijuana oil, and you're fine. Your brain going to get sharper. Right. It's right. even produced neurogenesis. They told us the nervous soul never uh, 
uh, what do you say, proliferate when you're old. But we do. If you take cannabis, we do. I well, that. I put it under my tongue twice a day. Oh, good. So, That's because good. I have arthritis in this hand from an automobile accident I had seven, eight months ago, uh, damaged my finger badly. And the doctors didn't know what to do. They couldn't even find it. Now that I've been taking the cannabis oil and rubbing it on my hands, <clears throat> my finger is all twisted, but it doesn't hurt as much. So it is getting better. Uh, he does both. He has the stuff he puts under his tongue, and he has some kind of other, like, goopy stuff that's, like, Ben Gay or something, a, a pot, but he, it's pot, a cream and he puts on pot, it. Pot cream. Pot I don't cream. know. It smells <laughs> like eucalyptus, but it's nice. It's it's marijuana without the getting high thing. Yeah. Ben, if I want to get a buzz because I can't sleep nights, I eat a gummy bear. <laughs> oh, there it is. That's cool. And the gummy bear puts you away for the whole night. Yeah. So, so that's the kind of stuff that got her banned in Russia. Oh. Yeah, that's Talking why they banned it. Why? Because yeah. you were selling pot. I know, selling, you were preaching, it. preaching about pot. Yeah. I was not preaching. I was explaining the science behind it, biochemistry, oh, pathology, <laughs> all the uh, symptoms. And I was showing in the movies, <clears throat> let's say the Parkinson's disease, the person sitting like this, taking a couple drops, and he's normal. He can talk. He can okay. speak. So, so Russia is against marijuana, but it's okay to drink 100,000% vodka all day long and burn your brains out and burn your liver out. Yeah. That's okay, because I have a very dear friend of mine, I won't use who he is, who's from Russia, and all he does is drink vodka morning, night, and noon. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's like, and he doesn't even get drunk anymore. He's just beyond alcohol. Russians yeah. don't drink to be social. They drink to get fucked up. Right. Yeah, but he, does, <laughs> he doesn't get fucked up anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah, his liver's gone, yeah. right? That's no, why, I don't uh, think so either. That's why um, in Russia there is a alcohol industry. They don't want a competitor like marijuana. You know, there is uh, about two, 300,000 people dying in uh, America, let's say, every year from prescription drugs. And we're talking about war on drugs, like heroin, cocaine, marijuana, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But real war on drugs is supposed to be pharmaceutical companies because the depth of prescription overdose opioids is much higher than from heroin. Do you know about that? Amen, sister. Yes. Prescription, yeah. Do you know when you, if you drink one, one pop of soda every day, person gonna get dementia? You can't avoid it. So they stuff us with um, fast sugars, with corn syrup, with all crap and shit. And after five, ten <laughs> years, we have diabetes. Diabetes is 40% population in the country. Why? Because you go in a supermarket and you fucking have everything what brings you to diabetes. Isn't it like funny? Do you know how much... Uh, CVS made on just insulin, let's say in 2015, 129 billions. Oh, Only wow. insulin. Yep. Just insulin. Yeah. Why? I hear Chad talking in the background. Chad likes this. Oh, she's so spot on. In, in, so, now, I heard that insulin will damage diabetics worse than, uh, than nothing, than everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's uh, chemically induced. You know, they say right now, 250,000 people die from cardiovascular disease. Oh, let's just blame cardiovascular disease. It's bullshit. 
Why we have cardiovascular disease? Because it's autoimmune process. It means your body start producing antibodies against your own cells. Why? Because we eat garbage. For last 70 years, we eat plastic, poison, pesticides, hormones, antibiotics, it's in shit. And our body does nothing to be normal. We cannot, build, we cannot build healthy cells from garbage, right? So well, Jimmy's going to die soon because he drinks about <laughs> two big bottles of Coke every day. Bye, Jim. No, I don't want Coca-Cola. I love Jim. I love so. And that's why he's demented now from the Coca-Cola. Not yet. He will be. Not yet, but I will be, Chad. <laughs> no, no, he's on his way because he's very young and he acts older than I. I mean, he forgets things. He doesn't know what he's doing. I talk to him. He doesn't filter what I'm saying. I, I sense that dementia is starting. <laughs> Coca-Cola dementia. Actually, though, they're saying in the chat room, Eileen's saying you should write a book about all this stuff. Well, I think she should go on tour about this stuff in schools. And I think you should devote your time to uh, elementary school and teach these young fat kids, get off their asses, exercise, and stop eating the shit that they eat and the Coca-Cola and the Twinkies and the garbage. Because yeah. we have a, a, a whole generation of sick people coming our way. When these young yeah. folks are old, Social Security, I mean, who's going to pay for their medical? <clears throat> I mean, we literally, we drove by a pool the other day in Palm Springs that you could see from the road, yeah. and there was a bunch of kids, and I would say they were probably between like 5 and 12 or something, and every one of them looked like they weighed 150 to well, like 300 pounds. you know pounds. what it was? I'm going to say this, and it's not a racist remark, so fuck you if you think it is. Whoa. They were Mexican kids. It was a Mexican area, and I really am concerned about the diet of the Mexican people. Uh, in Palm Springs, if you see Mexican women, they're all over weight a very fat people and the men yeah. too i don't know what it is their diet or their lack of it i don't but i worry huh and it's not just the mexican it's poor people in general their diets are terrible i, I yes. just i just find that well a lot of the other white poor people they're all skinny because they don't eat they just drink but <laughs> Like the Irish and the English, they're always loaded. But the Mexican people are ha happy people. They're, they're like Italians. I mean, we eat a lot, but Italian food is good. I mean, we don't eat shit. Our food is basil, olive oil, garlic. What's better than that? You know, wonderful. Uh, but the Mexican people, they're not even eating Mexican food. If they did, they probably would be thin. They're eating the garbage. I see them, in, if you go to Costco, their wagons are filled with shit. So I am concerned about. Mexico. I know Costco is like a good place in a ways, but it's also bad because instead of buying like one oh. box of something that's really shitty for you, you get like four for the price of two. <laughs> so if I were you, I would go to the minority schools and teach these poor minority children that they're damaging themselves eating the chemicals but and the pesticides. The problem is they can't afford to eat. Look how much real food costs. No, no, an apple costs less than a box of uh, than a box of yodels. I mean, they could eat an apple. That's true. You know, get over it. You gotta love it. All right. If you teach them, they will learn. They will do. If you do not teach them, they will not learn. They will do bad. I mean, I just think it's horrible what's going on. And I'm not picking on Mexican people because I have, I hate to say this expression. Maybe, Don't say it. Well, years ago we say, yes, yeah, some of my best friends are Jewish. But now I'm saying some of my best friends are Mexicans. And I tell them all the time, you're so fat, lose weight. 
You tell everybody. <laughs> I tell everybody that. I am against everybody fat. that. I think fat is the worst thing in the world. If you are overweight, you are killing yourself. It's suicide. You must get rid of the pounds. You must exercise and be thin. I will be 78 years old in May. I am about five or 10 pounds more than I was when I was 19. I have kept my body all these years. And for my age, the brain works, the pee-pee works, everything works. There's nothing on me that does, well, I have a husband 25 years younger. If my dick didn't work, he'd be long gone. Yeah, hey, so Jimmy, I saw this picture of you recently. You yep. looked like the bass player for the Grateful Dead or something. Yeah, wasn't that cool? I wish to be a rock star clothing designer and make all one-of-a-kind clothes. I had long hair. I dressed Elton John and Madonna and all kinds of people. He used to look like you. I used to. <laughs> yeah, I was. like I was. A, we only let only rock stars shopped in, this, in my clothing store that I used to have. And I got a lot of compliments on that picture. I couldn't believe it. I got hundreds of comments, so I loved it. He tried to pick me up in the Boca Mall looking like that. I said, get the fuck away from me. I was, yeah, me, me of all people, I'm going to go out with a, a weirdo like that with shoes that turned up at the point like an Arabian. And he had on jeans that were ripped with underwear showing. I learned later that was sewn in. But it looked like his dick could fall out. And a T-shirt and, and his hair and his earrings. I thought, why would anybody like that want to come after me? I'm a Ralph Lauren look. This guy, anyway. And I also used to have, I used to have all these great, like, I used to make all these t-shirts and jeans and they would, like, be embroidered all over them. They would say, fuck me, I'm famous, and, like, all kinds of really eat shit and, and fuck you. And people bought that. And people bought it. I even did, check this one out. I, I, I took a vintage Whitney Houston t-shirt and uh, I had embroidered all over it, crack whore, and I stuck it in the window of the store. I got a cease and desist from her record label, but I sold it like you know before anything happened, and I sold it for hundreds of dollars, and it was really cool. So I used to make all kinds of like fun, offensive things, you know, that were just to have fun, and that's how I kind of like got got extremely well. But getting well back known. to Alga, Alga, you are a very bright woman. You know what you're talking about. Yeah. <clears throat> Pardon. Share that information. Don't keep it to yourself. It's important information. You could save lives. Get out there. You're a doctor. Don't you have a heart? <clears throat> I already did. I already did because uh, I went to my country. I made about uh, 170 videos, and each one is one hour long. And last month, they just banned me. They don't want me to talk about freedom. We well, don't fuck Russia. Who cares? People here in the United States of America need to know this. Do those videos in English. Get them to the schools. Get them out there. You're a bright woman, a smart woman. You have the clout. Do it. You have the knowledge. Share it. <clears throat> Excuse me. She can do vlogs. Yeah, she yeah can you do, can do video you can, vlogs. You can do anything. Alga, cut the shit. Right from home. You, you better get out there. You better get out there and save lives. All right, so hold can. on. Here's what we're going to do because because we're going to run out of time soon. We I love a you, Alga. I, Alga, I really love you. And no, you're okay, too. But I love oh. Alga. I really do Eileen. love you. Eileen. She doesn't go by Alga anymore. Oh, now what, what's your name now? Eileen Schubert. Oh, now you're Eileen? Yes, Eileen oh, I can't keep, I can't keep up with you You and your fake names. <laughs> I swear the FBI are looking for you. <laughs> I'm hiding from my motherland. I have to move on and change my name so they don't get me. <laughs> I like Eileen I better. That, but Eileen, listen to me, honey. Blog, do something. Get that information out there. In the meantime. It's wonderful information. It's God-loving information. In the meantime, you guys. So Eileen and Noah are both. 
part of an awesome psych rock band. The name of the band is Revolution, and they have a brand new video. Nobody's seen it yet. Uh, the name of the video is Weird Little Mind. No, how about you're going to introduce it for us, and then, Chad, you got the video ready? I got it. All right, you introduce it for us, No, and then we're going to play it for the world to see. And now, for the first time in the world, premiering on the Jimmy Starr Show. With, with Ron, Ron Russell. Russell. you got to always with, say with Ron Russell. I was just going to say with our great friend, Ron Russell. Okay. <laughs> You're full of shit, but that's okay. You got off the hook. <laughs> All right, everybody, so, check it out. Pretty Weird Little weird. Mind by Revolution. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it.
There you go, Jimbo. That was Revolution, you guys. That was the world premiere of their brand new video, Weird Little Mind, off of their album Further that's available worldwide on every digital download site on the planet. Get the album and watch the video. It's fantastic. And everybody in the chat room loves the little, I I don't want to use the word midget, I'll say the little person no uh, in the video. And everybody, you can see what no looks like for real right now. And then you get to see him in the video with the fabulous pig nose. I saw that. I think on my Facebook. Yes. No, you haven't seen it. I haven't put it. You saw the picture of him. Yes. I saw the picture of you. I think this morning on my Facebook page with the with the pig nose was an improvement. And actually, <laughs> <laughs> and ghostly beard in the chat room says he loves the he loves the slide guitar. Now wait, Eileen. I mean, I'm going to ask you. Go I'm going to ask your permission. Uh, while the music in the video was playing off camera, folks, she said something very provocative about Russia, a secret. Uh, do you want to say that to the public mm. now, or are you a little worried about saying it? About yeah. The yeah, somebody from my uh, subscribers, they sent me a pile of documents, uh, all the Russian plans to shut down in, uh, internet inside the it country. It kind of like Edward Snowden of Russia. Yeah. He's contacted yeah. her. Yeah. And uh, the Russian government is pressuring all the messengers, like Telegram, WhatsApp, Viber, to give information, the name, the telephone, the address, and your relatives, and your relatives' names and address and everything. It means if you go around and, uh, let's say, torrent, let's say, even watch my channel, they're going to knock on your door, grab your children, and say, fuck, are you going to do it again? Why? government pressuring messengers to give the name of your relatives. I mean, oh my god, that's terrible. That's some bad shit. They have, they have uh, a lot of experience in that kind of stuff from yeah. back in the day. That's what they used to do. But as like, I said before, I thought communism was a thing of the past in Russia and that they were becoming more uh, understanding and more, uh, not I want to say Americanized, but more uh, part of the world's thinking, part of the world. Ron, I don't think it's a communism. It's a tyranny and it's genocide. It's not a communism. Now it's a genocide. They don't let people make money. 90% of people of my country are starved. Well, communism is supposed to be equal. You know, the rich and the poor are the same. A doctor gets $10 more and a bus driver gets $5. So that's what I thought communism was. When communism came to this country, when I was a little boy, my parents went to a communist meeting in our town. It was held in a grocery store at night. And the communists were talking about, at that time, uh, Stalin and what was going on in Russia, and that America needed to be equal, that the rich shouldn't have so much and the poor shouldn't have anything. you got to tell them though, what time but, frame but, this is. This, this, this is 1946, like 1947. I was a very little boy. But they never understood that we had social security, we had welfare, we didn't have the poverty that Russia was starving. We never starved. We were never bombed. We were never attacked by another country. We are war free. And we were a very prosperous country in the 1950s, which came later. Uh, Communism didn't happen here. People rejected it. They didn't want it um, because they had. But it's the people who do not have that wants communism because they think that this is going to give them free meals or free rides. It doesn't. 
doesn't. It doesn't. So everybody, anyone out there who thinks communism is the answer to Trump. <laughs> communism doesn't work because you should guarantee equality of opportunity, but you cannot guarantee Premium. equality of outcome. Premium. Right. Right. The outcome isn't going to be the same for everybody. You should give everybody a chance, but it's not going to work for everybody. Well, I like America. America says work hard, really hard, and even a black man can be the richest man in the world. Anyone can in our country if you're smart and you work hard. If you work hard. But if you're lazy and you're a bum and you want to sit home and just live off the government, well, what the hell? <laughs> you know, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. So hold on, because we're, we're, we're going to run out of time, and I want to get it. So first of all, is there a way... Uh, like your your channel is actually in Russian though, then right? So like people can't American people couldn't tune in; they won't understand it. Unless they speak Russian. Unless they speak Russian. Okay, I was going to say we'd promote the channel, but um, you know, so, in my communism time, when I was a kid, um, when I was in the first grade in 1963, we were doing this siren and saying, "Oh, American missiles coming! Get under your desk!" Yeah. <laughs> well, we had that, we that in 1954. Too. When I went to school, we have to get under our desk because the teacher would say, in the event the Russians bomb us, yeah. we have to protect ourselves. Like the desk was going to protect us <laughs> from, the, from the falling ceiling of plaster and steel beams. The desk was going to, that's how stupid, the, and the teacher didn't go under a desk, she stood there. So she would have been the first one killed. I mean, how stupid, but they terrorized us, yeah. terrified us, terrified us. The government terrified you and government terrified me. Why? They have to scare the shit out Control. of us so our immune system shut down. When they shovel garbage in our mouth, when they give us a lot of medicine, and when they fucking die, that's called genocide. <laughs> well, remember one go. thing. I love the way you explain things, first <laughs> well, of all. It's just rem fabulous. Remember one thing. Point. Fear, fear is the number one ingredient I in religion. Yeah. Fear. The fear of God, the fear of doing wrong and going to hell. Fear, 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 fear. Fear makes people robots. It makes I, them become whatever you're selling. On television now, years ago, they, they, didn't, they were, wouldn't allow a fear commercial. Now they have a commercial. If you are a diabetic, you will get a heart attack and die. So you must take this drug. That's a fear commercial. That has to be taken out again because it makes people scared. And they say, oh, my God, I'm a diabetic. I'm going to get a heart attack and die and buy that shit. So fear is the number one reason why people do. Even though, like, when you watch TV, you're sitting in your room, and then some pretty woman with big teeth saying, are your ass bleeding? We can help you. <laughs> I mean, are your ass bleeding? We can help you. Are your ass bleeding? The next time you go to your bathroom, you're going to see, fuck, my ass is bleeding. What's <laughs> <laughs> that woman with the big boobs? I love her. Eileen, Alga, whatever the fuck your name is, I love you. I honestly love you. Actually, hey, everybody in the chat room is saying how much they love you, too. Hey, you I love your favorite yes. conspiracy theory? Okay, we got to hurry because I got we yes. got like two minutes. I, I mean, I can have you on for the full two hours, but we can't. We can't have you on for so long. Is Putin died oh, on North Korea <laughs> in 2000, and that's not the real Putin that you're seeing right now. It's a clone? It, well, it's a my alien clone. friends tell me they've worked that out. <laughs> 
So oh. we think he's an alien. But look at there's look it up. There's an actual lots of data to show this is true. Hmm. Oh, I love it. But I'm not. Oh, alien dun, friends dun. too. So, like, you guys well, are going to get my, my <laughs> ancient my ancient relatives were aliens. Yeah. So ask them. They they know what's going. <laughs> no, on. they're all dead. There was millions of years ago when they lived on Earth. <laughs> all right. So hang on. We're gonna we'll come, we can come back another time and do yeah, another conspiracy theory thing because he's back. having a blast. Everybody loves it. Yeah. But for right now, because we've got another guest in a minute, and I've got some stuff to do. So everybody, listen up. Wait. Let me just say goodbye to them. I truly enjoyed both of you, and Eileen, you're sensational. You're a genius, and no, you're so, you're wonderful. And I don't think you're opposite her. I think you two as a team work beautifully, and uh, it's nice to know that you love each other, and that's the word you want to get out. Love is the answer to everything. You know why? Because uh, we're like twins. I'm smart. You're smart. You like good-looking guys. I like good-looking guys, too. <laughs> See that? There you so, go. So you're a homosexual also. <laughs> so you guys check it out too. You can follow Revolution on Twitter at Revolution Band. Their website is revolution.com. And you guys, you spell revolution, R-E-V-O-L-U-S-H-N. So it's yeah. revolution.com. Um, check out the new video, Weird Little Mind, on YouTube. Get their album further, and we'll bring you guys back sometime soon to talk some more. It was a lot of fun. Thank you so much, and, and good luck with everything. A great pleasure. Bye. Thumbs up, kids. Nice to meet you. Yay. Love it. Good luck. What a fun time. What nice. Boy, is she an interesting lady and funny. I mean, that's a woman you want to go to dinner with. I mean, you won't be able to chew your food or swallow. You'll be spitting it all over the people and the table from laughter. But she was fun. I thought in the very beginning she wouldn't work. I really thought, like, oh, boy, I hope we cut her short. But no, she turned out to be quite a guest. The last time she was on, we didn't really get. She didn't talk that much because it was the whole band was there. Right, you know, right, so this right, time, right. Did we see her in New York? Yeah, we saw him in concert at the Bowery Electric. At and the Bowery at, Electric, at the other place. I wasn't sure, but yeah, but we spoke at that uh, yes. Bowery place. Bowery Electric, and what's the other place? Uh, Next to the uh, Stonewall, that place they played there. Oh, the uh, uh, I played there myself. I, I did a show. There anyway, I ago. forgot the name. But I, anyway. I can give it to you in a minute. The duplex. The duplex, yeah. So, Chad, let's get the ghosty beard going away ready. Wow. How's that? Let's hey, do Chad. that. Yes, Wait sir. a minute. Chad, what did you think of her? I thought it was a slow start, but all of a sudden, bam, right out of the woodwork she came. I mean, the well-educated and same time, like you said, funny. So uh, I was impressed. Hysterical. I was impressed. Well, I mean, everything she's saying about the crappy food that people are eating. She's right. She's totally right. You look around at any, it's not just Mexican kids. You look around at any of the kids. So. No, no, but only because here we have primarily Mexican yeah, people. That's we true. don't have the people here. Asians, very few. Uh, Caucasians, many. But they're all skinny because they're California people. Californians will never get fat. They'd rather die. So the only people that we have that I noticed that are overweight. Are the transplants like and me? It's not, and it's <laughs> not a slur against Mexican people because I, I, I love up Mexican people. Yeah. I mean, they're the warmest, most dearest people. They're family. They love their kids. They they work so hard. Our gardener, he's a, a gem and he's Mexican and his wife came here with lunch. Could you believe that? She brought her husband lunch. Hey, Chad. Good heart. Beautiful. Chad, is the video on? Because they're saying the videos are not working. Yeah, it's still recording, but I did notice that on my little, what do you call it, the, uh, the monitor over here, it says channels offline, so I just stopped it and restarted it, so okay. see if that okay. worked. Hopefully. Was it working when we had her on? I hope so, yeah, I was looking over at okay. it, so it must have been recent. Good, okay. All right, so then let's, let's, uh, 
let's do do the ghosted beard thing. You got it ready? I'm gonna do a little intro for it. Why don't you? All right, everybody. So check it out. You guys know Ghostly Beard. We play a lot of his music. He's a phenomenal, phenomenal singer songwriter. His Twitter handle is at Ghostly Beard, G H O S T L Y B E A R D, and uh, he's got a brand new song called "Going Away." And this is the music video for it uh, off his soon-to-be-released album that's coming out May fourth, called "Inward." Um, so I hope think you guys are going to love it. It's a great video. It is the world premiere of Ghostly Beard's "Going Away." Enjoy it, everybody. Woo.
right, Jimbo, there you go. All right, everybody, that's Ghostly Beard. The name of the song is Going Away. The uh, video just got released today on YouTube. We're the first ones to play it. Check it out on YouTube and and uh, look for his new album coming out on May 4th. Okay, folks, if you have something that you would like to sell, why don't you contact the Jimmy Star Show with me, Ron Russell? We'd be so happy to promote your product. We have now over 5 million people that watch. We're international. We're all over the world. We're still the number one web show. So we have a big reach for you. So if you have something that doesn't seem to be selling, let us see the product. If we believe in the product, because I will only push it if I believe in it. If it stinks, I'm not going to do it. If it's garbage and hurtful to mm -hmm. people, I won't do it. But if you have a good product that we could sell for you, we would be more than happy. Please contact Jimmy Starr and let him know. There you go. All right, everybody, check it out. Um, so want to thank everybody who's been voting for uh, Lady Lake Music and I in the Nashville Universe Music Awards. There's five days left to vote. Uh, please join the site. Go to NashvilleUniverse.com. Uh, hit voting for the final row. Ro what do you call it? Voting for the final round. And, uh, See, I told you, Coca-Cola. Yeah, voting, voting for the final round, you guys. Uh, join the site. Vote for Lady Lake Music for pub, for uh, Promoter of the Year and Jimmy Starr for Publicist of the Year. There's also a lot of other categories. Pick your favorite people. We really appreciate all your support. And vote Russell, the cutest little ass of the year. There you go. Also, you guys, you can hear the Jimmy Starr Show every Wednesday from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific Time or 3 to 5 Eastern Time on the fabulous W4CY Radio with the incredibly talented chad murphy thank you and you can, what about me you can hear us on hamilton radio in new oh. jersey monster fm radio in new york k4 hd radio in in uh where's k4 hd in la jackalope radio in st louis caliber radio in south carolina society's basement radio you can also hear us on iheart radio stitcher soundcloud itunes audio boom apple tv spreaker podbean and on television vimeo roku and youtube yay all right chad let's let's play uh uh, Paisley Fields the door, and as you're playing it, let's call our next guest, Kaylee. Sounds good. All righty, everybody, check it out. Paisley Fields the door. If you woke up one day, looked in the mirror, and saw my would you still criticize my inflections? Someone once said I was perfect just the way I am But you will never understand So you don't like when I get loud Oh. 
perfect just the way I am That was Paisley Fields, The Door, available now on all the distribution do- uh, download sites everywhere you can go. And the album release party for the album is tomorrow if you're in New, New York City. And uh, you can check out my Twitter and find out all the information. All right, Kaylee, say something. Let's make sure we can hear you. Hello, everybody. There you go. We can hear you. All right, everybody. Now we want to – I'm going to start all over. I, I lost my breath. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented – Singer, songwriter, actress, and a beautiful girl, Kaylee. Hello and welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. We're very excited to have you. Well, you're a referral from uh, Eileen Shapiro, who we wait love. Wait a minute, wait a minute. He drinks a lot of Coca-Cola. You oh, didn't introduce I'm me. Going to. Well, at what point? At the end of the show, you little fucker. <laughs> uh, all right, now we're gonna do it. Now I have to do it all uh, over again. Uh, all right, over. everybody. Now. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy uh, Stop so I can not have to keep doing it. I things. can't. Uh. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, Yay. the incredibly talented and beautiful singer, songwriter, and actress, Kaylee. Hello and welcome to the show. Hello. Before we get started, let me introduce you to my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hello. Is he full of shit or what? But anyway, <laughs> hi, Kaylee. Welcome, and we're going to have a lot of fun. I'm excited. Me then, too. Let me introduce you to the man behind the boards, Chad Murphy. Hey, Kaylee. Thanks for joining us. Hi. Thank you for having me. And then we have a chat room full of people, so say hi to everybody in the chat room. Every country hey, on the planet hey. is represented, so they're all there. So, yeah, say hi one more time. Hey, guys. And then give a special shout-out to Eileen Shapiro, who says hello when she's in the chat room. 
Hello, Eileen. Special shout out to you. Thanks for introducing me to everybody. I'm very excited to be here. Yay! Uh, Eileen at this moment is being fitted for a couple of bras. They found two parachutes, one parachute for each cup, and they're sewing them into a bra for her. But anyway, what is life like for you being so ugly? (laughs) Um, You know, just the day-to-day life, being a hermit, you know. People just looking at you and laughing at you and making fun of you because you're a mess. Poor thing. I feel bad for you. I feel yeah. like we've all had our bullying days, so you know where you get bullied at growing up. So I've definitely had those days, but they've they've diminished over the years. Well, you are absolutely yeah. gorgeous. You have Thanks. such a beautiful face. I just thought I'd do that little bit of stupidity. Um, <laughs> so really and truly, now, do you believe that when you go places, your beauty opens doors that would not be opened? Um, that's a really that's a really tough question. I know. Definitely that's a stigma that's in this industry that people say, you know, the prettier you are, the more doors that open. But I feel like a huge part of it is just charisma and being able to communicate with people well. So I think that more so. Well, I think uh, in our business, beauty is the number one uh, thing. If you don't have beauty, then you're a comic. Uh, So you are beautiful, and I think that's going to limit you to... Uh, you're an actress, right? Yeah. Actress. Singer, actress, double threat. Does it all. Okay. Yeah. So I think that your beauty will limit you to playing beauty, uh, which is unfortunate because sometimes homely people can play, they can't play beauty, but they can play a lot of other roles. So sometimes looks, I mean, I know I was exquisitely, magnificently gorgeous and very <laughs> modest. Uh, uh. And, and when I would go to go sees, they said I was too ethnic because I used to have jet black hair. Uh-huh. I was ethnic looking. And those days they didn't hire people that looked Italian or Spanish. Um, so it was, you know, the Tab Hunter looked, the blonde, blue eyed Swedish. She's so young, she's not going to. Well, anyway, it was that look. I, do you so, know who Tab Hunter is? Have you ever heard of Tab Hunter? I have not. Okay. That's okay. Tab won't mind. Uh, <laughs> I won't tell him either. But seriously, do you find that when you go to auditions, they uh, sort of put you in that little box of apple pie? Um, I think my management team and my agency, they try really hard to get me out of that box. Um, But there's definitely a box that comes along with, you know, being cast in certain roles, like certain roles that I've been cast in are the popular girl, the pretty girl. Um, So I definitely look forward to stepping out of that box and hopefully, you know, along the lines somewhere down further we'll be able to step outside of that but you know right now it's just whatever roles come my way i'm ready to audition and i'm hungry to work so let me tell everybody one more question you can have the floor would you angie for angelina jolie who i happen to know she was a kid in my house with my daughter Uh as growing up i used to say to angie uh you're very beautiful uh, Hollywood's going to definitely grab you because of your beauty and your father. And she'd say, yeah, but looks is not what I want. She said, I want to play parts that are actress plays, not a pretty girl. And in the yeah. beginning, they were t- casting her in the beginning, trying to get her as beautiful. And then she said, no makeup, I'm a drug addict. And she did what she did and became a star. Would you do that? I would, absolutely. As an actress and an artist, I'm totally drawn to roles that are are flawed characters because I feel like they have more meat and bones and grit to kind of grab onto and experience as a person. 
um, things that you wouldn't normally experience yourself in life because you may not be like the character that you're playing. Exactly. But I, I love what she did with her career. I think it was a very smart move. And if those opportunities arose for me, I would definitely jump on them as she did. Okay, so here's what I want to do real quick. I want to tell people a little bit about you. First of all, so you're a singer. We're going to play your new video in a little bit. And um, you're an actress. And you guys might have seen Kaylee. She was in um, Speechless, the TV show Speechless with Minnie Driver. The Good oh, Place, The Good Place with Kristen Bell and Ted Danson. The Thundermans, which looks hilarious, actually. Uh, like, I like those superhero-y kind of like shows. And yeah. uh She's of French. Now, this might not even be true. I took this off your IMDb, so if it's wrong, you can correct me. But you're of French, Irish, Polish, German, Portuguese, British, and Native American descent. So, like, you're so, that's why you're so gorgeous, because true. you're an amalgamation of the whole world. Everything. I am. I am in that category of ethnically ambiguous. <laughs> I love it. Before and we go any further, she mentioned Minnie, Minnie Driver. Does everybody out there know that Minnie Driver is an opera singer with the most incredible voice? I knew that. Did you, you know guys that? Know Minnie Driver Kaylee, from Goodwill Hunting. Kaylee, did you know that? No, I didn't, but that's she, an amazing thing. She is a professional opera singer. Wow. Yeah. And also, do you ever get compared? Like you, To me, you look like a young Michelle Trachtenberg. Do you know who Michelle Trachtenberg is? No, she, I don't. She was on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and like at your age, there was a movie called. Um, it had Hayden Panettiere, and it was about an ice skater, and, yeah, and Michelle yeah. Trachtenberg. Uh, Michelle oh, Trachtenberg was the geek. Talking about. Yeah, I know. You look, to me, you look like kind of like a young her, and I love her. I think she's like one of the greatest. Like now, she's not young anymore, like you are, but but she was at your. You know, when she was your age, she was making such great, great stuff. Yeah, and I kind of yeah. see you doing kind of like some because she can do action and she can do the smart girl, the smart pretty girl, and I think you could do all of that also. Kaylee, do me a favor, roll yes. that chair closer to the camera so we could really see your face. Okay, closer. Okay. Can you come closer? That's fine, Rob. Closer like that. <laughs> like that. Yes. Kaylee lost her head. No, but we could see the face. Look at the beautiful teeth, the beautiful mouth. Oh no, she's all together. Smile. All together. You are a very beautiful girl. True. So I read an interview. I, I read an interview with you uh, in Indie Source magazine. It was written by Eileen Shapiro, and it had influences uh, in there. And I found your influences to be um, very spread out and diverse. Um, but I think Ron will like this because Ron used to have a TV show called Set the Record Straight where he interviewed all the legends of Hollywood. And one of the legends – he didn't interview her, but one of the legends that you picked as your influence was Audrey Hepburn. And I yeah. thought uh, well, she has Audrey Hepburn, Sarah Evans, and Selena mm -hmm. Gomez. It's a very broad, cool spectrum. Yeah. Uh, but, but tell us, what did you like about – because he loves Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> well, I saw Audrey Hepburn in uh, Beverly Hills. I was having lunch with a very good friend of mine years ago, maybe 30 years ago, at Le uh, Maison was the restaurant, and she was about three tables away. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't eat because I wouldn't stop looking at her, and she would look at me now and then. No, I think she was annoyed. Not annoyed, but I think it was like, stop looking at me enough uh -huh. already. She kind of glanced over and did that, but I couldn't stop. She was the most swan. She was so graceful, the way she ate, the way she's speaking to the person. Beautiful beyond words. No mm -hmm. makeup, big sunglasses, gorgeous woman. And yeah. she got up to leave, and the way she fixed her skirt, she was in a white uh, suit. Um, oh, my gosh. White jacket, white suit, white high heels, all white. We wore, Back then, we all wore white. Yeah. And as she left the restaurant... 
some tables down there started to applaud. And I thought that was wonderful. What a, a nice celebration for Audrey to applaud her. So hold on, though. So tell us, like, because as because we bring a lot of um, we have a lot of guests that are maybe in their 30s who come on the show and they don't actually know who very many of the classic, you know, Hollywood superstars are. And so the <laughs> fact that, like, you brought Audrey Hepburn up in an interview, uh, I thought was really cool. And besides the fact that you're both gorgeous, like, what were some of the what was like, like, what is something that like made you appeal to Audrey Hepburn? They look alike. They're on the same type. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's the highest compliment. Oh, my goodness. Well, usually we always do uh, like the ones that we relate to because we have a similarity. Yeah, yeah. Um, growing up, I just always looked up to her. I started watching movies like uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's and Roman Holiday. And kind of, my parents were really big on making sure I was a cultured, well-rounded person. Um, so she was one of the people that they introduced me to. And I just, I fell in love with her work. And I, growing up, I did book reports on her in elementary school. And I just, I fell in love. I was a hardcore fan. And I really appreciated, once I got to know her full story and all the um, philanthropic things that she did later in her life. UNICEF, it, UNICEF. She was yeah. the head of UNICEF. And Gave, gave food to the world. She was a woman of heart. She was, heart. She was amazing. Just and yeah. she, well, a woman after my own heart. And her legacy is amazing. And I, I would love to be half the woman that she is someday. So, so everybody out there that loves Audrey Hepburn, send money to pancreatic cancer. Let's <laughs> let's get a cure for it because that's what took Audrey away. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's fantastic. And okay, so just out of curiosity, because you are younger, have you ever heard of Jane Russell? No. She doesn't say that. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. That, that. Jane Russell was his I'm best still friend. <laughs> did you ever did you ever watch the movie? What's the big Gentlemen movie? Prefer Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. Blondes with Marilyn Monroe? No, but now okay. I'm going to. Now, you have to see it. And Jane they Russell come is out the co-star. They come out in red sequin gowns, right? We're just two little girls from Little Rock. That's the song. <laughs> anyway, you need to watch it and look at just Google Jane Russell. Jane Russell was Ron's one of Ron's best friends. And My she was dearest friend one in of, the world. Like on the same scale as Audrey Hepburn, one of the biggest stars she ever the in the world. She was the most photographed woman in Hollywood. They said if you put her photographs side by side, it would go around the world. Jane Russell was a brunette beauty beyond belief. She oh, wow. was 89 years old and she was still magnificently beautiful at 89. I'm excited to look into that movie that you guys just told me about. Yeah, Great well, movie. also go on my Facebook. No, go on YouTube. There's an interview I did with Jane in her house years ago. And okay. you'll, you'll get a kick out yeah, of it. Yeah, Ron Russell. Yeah, I love she, it. That's why my name is Russell. They used to think we were married or I was her son sometimes. Uh, Ron was a female impersonator yeah. all around the country and he impersonated Jane Russell. Right. And then he, he met her in later life. Oh, and, wow. uh, and they became fast best friends. Yeah, and I, oh, sang, I sang in my own voice. I never did lip syncing. So I love it. But Jane was a cool lady, and all of the stars that I knew of that era, uh, I knew many of them, many, many of them. They were professional. Yeah. Please be professional. Oh, absolutely. I fully professionalism intend to. Professionalism will help your career. Yes. Uh, they Actually, knew, they, I know. They, Excuse me. I knew Betty Davis, and people said, don't you have any pictures with Betty Davis? I do. I have one at my birthday party that she never knew she was in the picture. Betty Davis would not ever, ever be photographed with Excel camera. Hmm. Excel. 
No, because in those days they needed makeup, lighting, and hair. They were so vain about what they looked like. Today they get out of cars without panties and open their legs like that girl did. Yeah, Tara Reid or what's Tara her name? Tara Silton did that. And no, not Tara Reid. The other one, the famous one that got fat now that she's skinny again. Anyway, uh, Britney Spears, Britney Spears <laughs> you know, a star in those days, Audrey Hepburn would die if anybody photographed her. She would absolutely kill herself. First of all, though, I have to say, and I want to commend you, besides the fact that you're beautiful, um, you're in a beautiful dress right now, and I am telling you that we have had Academy Award winners and Grammy winners who who know that four million people are going to see Look them, like and they come on in T-shirts and baseball caps. Ah. So the fact that you put on this beautiful dress, it's backless, everybody, who, for those who can't see, uh, she, it's just gorgeous, and it's, I think that that's a, a, a testament to your professionalism, and I think it's going to take you very mm -hmm. far in your career taste taste and style goes a long long way trust me especially in our business i know if, I, if i'm in a film or doing a tv show or something everybody comes to work looking like shit <laughs> i don't i go to work looking nice i i always look good and when i'm on the set they'll say to me gee you look great where you going <laughs> i'm going to work where do you think i'm going i'm not like you know so you're pursuing some of them smell you know Oh, <laughs> no, they do. So you're, so you're pursuing. So you're pursuing singing and acting, and you're a student, and you're like a model, kind of like. So you've got a whole lot of things going on. You're busy all the time. Yes, I am very busy. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about the music because we mentioned what you were in, and I'm sure uh, pilot seasons will be coming up, and I'm sure hopefully you're going to go audition for lots of pilots, and hopefully we're going to see you a lot in the in the next season of shows coming out. But let's talk a little bit about your music. Um, I know you have a song, Twisted Mistake, and I think I saw another song, uh, Fade, Fading or something. Yeah. Like, how many songs have you released? Um, I think I released a total of seven songs, including my old EP, but that was when I first started, probably back in 2013, I believe. Um, 2013, so you're 12. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love so that. Back I've... in 2012. I can go back to 1940. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so how has the music changed from what you started with to what you're doing now? Well, like I was saying, I, I believe I've, I've learned new things. So I've, I've gotten better and, and, and gotten new techniques that um, I think are more relatable to people because when you're young, Sometimes you think you know everything, but you don't know everything. So trying to relate to everybody is really hard. But as you get more and more life experience, you can become more relatable. And, and actually, the, I've learned one thing about being young. Do not teach when you speak. No. Learn. Learn. Yes. Because nothing worse than a young person speaking stupid because they know what the hell they're talking about. And they're yeah. trying to sound so with it and intelligent when they speak to somebody in the business like me, 55 years. You can't fool me. You can't trick me. You can't do anything to, to change the situation. So yeah. just be, be yourself as sweet as you are. You have a very nice natural smile. I like your smile. So hold on. What I want to do is I want to play Twisted Mistake. Chad, you get the video ready. I'm going to let her introduce it. I'm going to uh, uh, give a little synopsis, and we can talk about it real quick. We're good to um, go. But this is her song, you guys. She's got a brand – Kaylee. I don't want to say her. She. Kaylee. Uh, Kaylee has a brand new song. It's called Twisted Mistake. The music video just went up recently. It says it's inspired by heartbreak and the struggle to cope with losing someone who was once such a staple in your day-to-day -day life. And then the, the theme is every person is capable of pulling through the heartbreak. Kaylee, um, so did you, you write this? Wait, one minute. Yes, Kaylee, I, how, how do you spell your name? K-A-L-E-I-G-H. 
Oh, see that? Now they would never find you because they would have spelled it the other way. You guys too, she's on Twitter, she's... Spell uh, it again, slowly. K-A-L-E-I-G-H. Now when you look for her, you know how to spell her name. And if you want to find her on Twitter, you guys, you have to write L-V always Kaylee. And I guess the L-V stands for love, right? So L-V yeah. always Kaylee. So it's L-V always K-A-L-E-I-G-H on Twitter. So tell us a little bit about the song, and then I want you to introduce it. And after you introduce it, Chad's going to play it for everybody. Sounds good. Um, so the song was basically inspired by true life experience. Um, when someone kind of leaves your life and you weren't 100% sure that you wanted them to leave, but you come to find that that was the best thing for you after all. And letting them walk away or walking away yourself was the best thing mentally, physically, emotionally for you and your growth as a person. Love it. Smart nice. move. All right. So, so, Chad, you got it ready, right? I do. All right, you introduce and say, hey, I'm Kaylee, and this is my new song, or something like that. You introduce it for us. Sounds good. <laughs> hey, guys, this is Kaylee, and this is my new song, Twisted Mistake. There you go.
right, Jimbo, there you go. All right, everybody, so that was Twisted Mistake by Kaylee, and you can watch the video on YouTube. You can follow her at LVAlwaysKaylee on Twitter, and I'm sure it's for sale on all the digital download sites, right? Yes, Spotify, iTunes, and all the rest. There you go. So you guys, go ahead. She's she's an indie artist, so go ahead, download it, and support her in her in her quest for pop stardom as well as movie and television stardom. Yay! Off camera, I was saying she's got something. And she definitely has something. Definitely. She's clean and purish and sort of Swedish. Not Swedish country, sweet. <laughs> and uh, we need that in film. I think we've gone far enough in film with the, with, the, with the, the crappy, dirty stuff and the vulgar crap and the bleach blondes with the rubber boobs. Enough of it already. Let's we, give a we need some wholesome, good... American girls, and you certainly are one, Kelly. Kaylee. So let's let's do a two uh, like a bucket list things. As a singer, okay. like if you were gonna go on tour and you could go on tour with anybody out there right now, who would it be? Like you would be like, oh my god, I'd love to go on tour with this person. Maybe we can make things happen through positive thought. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's so many people, so many people. But if I had to narrow it down to one or two, it would probably be. Um, Avril Lavigne or uh, Selena Gomez. There you go. Yeah, I love Avril Lavigne. Selena Gomez. Avril Lavigne's a little bit closer to my age. Selena Gomez. I don't really know her songs except for the fact that I, I watch all her Justin Bieber drama you know, <laughs> like on YouTube once in a while. But but I hear as a role model that she's a very like uh, strong, powerful woman. And at one time, she was the number one most powerful person in Hollywood under 21. And she was number one ahead of Miley Cyrus, Demi Lovato, all of them. So she's a it's a good role model. And Avril yeah. Lavigne is just awesome. Yeah, Avril Lavigne. I've been rocking out to her since I was four years old. She was my first concert. Um, oh my so she's been a role model of mine for a very, very long time now. But uh, I love it. So then yeah. we'll take it to the movies. If you could act with any person, it's a two-fold question. Okay. Any male and female actor that you would think would be great to co-star with in a thing, and if you could remake any movie that's ever been made and you could be the starring role, what movie would it be? Oh my goodness. Okay, so we'll start with the, the male actor that I'd love to act with. Um, Dwayne Johnson. I would oh my love gosh. to in a movie with him. I and can't I wait to see his new movie. His new yeah. movie, Rampage, I can't wait. Oh, I know, I know. It looks it looks great. I, I hope it does really well, as well as Jumanji. Jumanji was so funny. Um, but I would love to be in a role as his daughter or niece or something like that. I just think it would be so fun. Um, women, wow, there's just so many women that I admire out there. Um, probably Meryl Streep. She would Why be... does everybody say that? <laughs> Meryl Streep is really probably one of the hammiest actors out there. Everybody I, says Meryl Streep, but he doesn't like Meryl Streep. No, I don't dislike oh. Meryl Streep. I just think that she's trying too hard in her roles to be the character. She sort of overamps it. You know, I've... The, one, the actress to keep your eye on, who's going to be a super, superstar, was in uh, Abing, downtown Abingdon, Abing, who played the lady, lady, whatever, her name, Mary. Michelle Doherty. Michelle Doherty is the actress okay. to watch. Please research her. Uh, okay. You'll find she's English with the best Brooklyn American accent I've ever heard. And she 
played the lady in England, and now she's in a TV series where she plays a prostitute, drug addict, murderous, kleptomaniac, thief, drunk, drug addict. It's called Good Behavior, and Michelle, you're probably... She is brilliant. No, you're probably too young for Downton Abbey, maybe still, at, at, at your age, even though you probably like it because it's very classic and it's a great, great show. But her show on TNT called Good Behavior, it's one of the greatest shows ever. It's a ever. role that you would love. Yeah, you would be great. Because a gritty Mich- role. Michelle Doherty and her real life through interviews is very much like you. She's a well-poised, sophisticated, intelligent, beautiful girl. To play the part as well as she plays it, and you have to watch her facial expressions, all the nuances that she does. She's a bril- She's the next Betty Davis. Do you know who Betty Davis was? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. She's the next... She's the next Betty Davis. Uh, Michelle Doherty, I'm dying to get her on this show, uh, but she's in England. She lives in England. But she is, trust Hold me. Hold on. Okay, go wait, back, wait, If I were a young girl and I wanted to study somebody, I would study her. Well, I will definitely look into it. Oh, she's... Michelle Dockery. Because she's like you in her real life, but her character. And the accent is not a bit of an English accent. And... Anyway, she is The show fabulous. is great, by the way. The show is you, would, you would love it. It's called Good Behavior, and you can watch it on the watch TNT it. it's app. It's coming back this year. It's coming back. <laughs> but also then, okay, what movie would you, if you could have been in any movie, what movie would you like to be in? Well, this is throwing it back to Audrey Hepburn. I would love to be in Breakfast and Tiffany's. If I could go way back to that, I would love to redo that somehow. And I w- I'm, I'm scared to even say that because how could you redo that? How could you possibly do it? You couldn't. It would be the biggest mistake you've ever made. <laughs> I know. Now, and, you know, Capote wrote, Capote wrote it for Marilyn Monroe. Oh, really? Yeah, that was yeah. written for Mar- She was supposed to be a prostitute. Oh. Call girl. That's what the $50 for the powder room was all about. We have two minutes? Yeah. Oh, I can't go into that. But anyway, <laughs> no. I would like to see you in something a little more like, uh, I can't think, but a, a, a meatier part. I'd like to see you as, as a schizo or some kind of a girl that's normal and then goes crazy. I'd like to see you <laughs> change that loveliness that you have into a bitch. <laughs> oh, my. I'd like to see you playing Dynasty, Joan Collins' part. Oh. oh, actually, Dinah, she might not know she the Joan Collins dynasty, but I don't know who in the new dynasty plays the Joan Collins part. Whoever it is will never be the same. <laughs> uh, but I'd like to see you play sweet girl who really isn't so sweet. I think you have that little bit of magic where, you know, mm. you meet the guy and he's rich and you really don't like him, but you make believe, you know, that's sort of a bitchy role. Yeah. I think that would make you very interesting. I would love to do that kind of role. I love the grit and delving into flawed characters. So that would be yeah. amazing. Yeah, I everybody. I, I think love we're going to see really big things from you. We're going to have to go, so I have to tell everybody. Yeah, All right, wait guys. a minute. One thing. If you meet me in a restaurant, don't snub me. Oh, no. Never. <laughs> no? Let's let's say hi and talk. Yes, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> when you guys, when you're is, a superstar. This is Kaylee, everybody, and you're going to see a lot of her because she's, she's up adorable. and coming and she's fabulous. Follow her on Twitter at LV Always Kaylee. Oh. Get her new single, Twisted Mistake. Watch the video on YouTube and look for her on television. We'll keep in touch with her so we'll know what she's got I coming up found, and we'll bring her back. I found the word I was looking for. Hurry. She's got charisma. There we go. I agree. Loads Thank of you charisma. so much. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Yeah, so got it all. Bye bye. Good, Good luck, luck with everything. Good luck, honey. Nice Good meeting luck. you guys. You too. Bye bye. See you on the big screen.
Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. Chad, you're a rock star. Chat room, thank you so much. We'll see you guys next what week. What about me? You never thank me. You're on the show. You're but you got to thank me for being fabulous. Thank you, Ron, for being fabulous. And oh, thanks, chat room. No. Oh, I'm so sure. Ron Bye, Russell everybody. is awesome. Let's get down to crazy, Welcome to another round of Drawing Board or Miro Board. Today, we talk brainstorms with UX designer Brian. Let's go. First question. You thought you'd see everyone's idea in the team brainstorm, but you've got a grand total of one. Drawing Board or Miro Board? Drawing Board, right? Because in Miro, the team can add ideas now or later. And with privacy mode, we can keep them anonymous until they're good to share. Correct. Next, you need the best way to explain your idea, but all you have is a few sticky notes. Drawing board or Miro board? Drawing board, because, you know, in Miro, I could record videos, add text, images, links, and digital sticky notes, of course, present my thoughts the way I want. Right again! Now, you're looking for a past idea you thought was just genius. Only you could find... Oh! There it is. Drawing board or Miro. Our finished and unfinished work lives in one place. And he's one. Join over 60 million people getting ideas noticed in Miro Brainstorms. Get your first three boards for free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com.